Hello everyone and welcome to MIT Designering Series, a weekly podcast where we feature leading professionals from the domains of design, technology, business and innovation. We talk to them about their experience, views on the latest industry trends, designering and a lot more. You can connect with us on our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter handles to get regular updates regarding our new episodes. And without further ado, let's start with your show. Whether we realize it or not, design has played a significant role in our lives by addressing people's needs with innovative, accessible and inclusive products. With the help of design thinking, designers can create value by delivering successful solutions and enriching experience to the end users. It provides a systematic approach to problem solving with a laser focus on the needs of the users. So how can designers create effective design solutions for the real world problems faced by these users? To learn more about this concept and many more related topics, we bring to you someone with over two decades of experience in the design industry and currently working as head of design India and APAC at TCS or Tata Consultancy Services, Lijo Joseph. He's an established design leader and a mentor with expertise in user experience design, design strategy, interaction design, design thinking, team building, and much more. And that's why on our journey of discovering designering, we talk to him about innovation, the art and science of the possible. Hello, Lijo. Welcome to MIT Designering Series. It's an honor and pleasure to host you on our show today. Thank you, Rohit. I'm really happy and excited to be part of this great initiative. Super. So let's start with some icebreaker, Lijo. Yep. Design is all about incrementing and progressing. In the quest for development, the motto for a more engaging design is to provide more features. However, each new feature adds a bit more complexity that kills two critical things over a period of time, client engagement and execution speed. It's death by thousand silent cuts actually. The question that I have as an icebreaker for you, Lejo, is what steps can designers take to achieve clarity, consistency, and simplicity in their design outcomes? Yeah, so that, that's a real uh, good one. Um, so what, whenever we do an experience design or a defined experience design strategy, even if it's for a product or a service, we should make sure that we should place the user at the center of, center of the experience. And uh, we need to employ systematic approaches like empathy mapping. It is important to understand the real need of the user through immersive user research. So adding more features is not a crime, but adding more features for the sake of adding more features or to showcase the technical capability of the company or the team or the product is a crime because we need to understand what a user really need from this particular product. And it is very important that when we are introducing the new feature, 
if you look at whatsapp it started with a very minimum features which is texting and uh, it gained the popularity with that and over a period of time in a regular frequency they introduced new features which is really connecting with the people or addressing the need of the people and the, for example they added voice note right instead of text in voice note you can really communicate your emotion when you are talking with someone so it is very important to place the user at the center of your experience strategy having an immersive research and pick the right time to introduce a feature absolutely well said uh, lejo and and i'm sure that uh, some of these elements uh, you know help designers to achieve the clarity consistency and simplicity that we've been talking over and now from the ice breaker let's move on to your journey with over two decades of expertise in design business you are an accomplished design leader who now leads the interactive team at your current business and a mentor too with a track record of managing globally dispersed teams to fulfill product vision across platforms as well you would love to know more about your journey your professional journey and how have things worked for you over the last couple of years yeah so um, basically i am from a very small village in the outskirts of kochi city so i started my career as a graphic designer 20 years back uh, the same institute where I did my diploma in graphic arts communication technology and uh, then i moved to delhi and joined a company called astac solutions where i got the opportunity to work with uh, clients from different sectors diplomatic missions government bodies and industry consortiums corporate clients and many international ngos as well so it gave me a wider perspective of uh, people their thought process or even for a single event how a government body thinks about it or a human rights commission thinks about it so i mean without traveling across the globe i got a global perspective on many things and it really helped me as a designer to have multiple perspective on a same event or a problem or a uh, challenge we are facing then i moved back to kochi my hometown where i joined a company called micro objects uh, then the pioneers in mobile application development you know that uh, that was the period uh, 2008 9 where apple launched iphone and ux become the buzzword in the design industry so it was a huge change for me uh, that is from 300 dpi to 72 pixels that was really difficult for me in the initial stages but then i started enjoying it and in 2011 i joined tcs which is my first corporate company at the time design was not in focus in many corporate companies and i found an opportunity to build a design team there to provide all kind of design solutions to the business it started with uh, three members and now it's a team of more than 100 designers in kochi itself and became the most sought after design center in tcs our team worked really hard and uh, because of their commitment their passion and spirit we really pushed our limits and won many international awards and accolades for the designs we have provided the team 
they are the stars and i owe everything i have accomplished if you can say it in that way i owe everything to my team then i moved to the retail industry unit of uh, our organization to build a new design team called thesis retail creatives to provide the design strategy and solutions for the retail strategic initiatives in 2019 it was a time when i came back to my parent unit thesis interactive to take up the new role now focusing on building new offerings in design holistic growth of design in the region that is india and apac and scaling up the team to address the new opportunities and challenges so apart from my career as a designer i am a mentor at adplist.org and a member of the curriculum advisory group for design at delhi skill and entrepreneurship university and uh, it's quite interesting that beyond office i am a film producer as well so i have a very small production house with my friends we are producing feature films in our region language which is malayalam uh, our first movie got the kerala state film award for the best feature film and the second movie won the national award for the best feature film in malayalam in last march 2021 and the third movie is now available on amazon prime so that is my journey so far as a designer and my passion beyond design but wow, that's beautiful lejo one of the things that i wanted to know while you were talking about the films and uh, congratulations for your film being on amazon prime and being loved by everyone thank you what are the principles of design or mm-hmm. elements of design that you've been uh, using as a producer as a filmmaker uh, in 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 your filmmaking journey any 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 of your elements from being a designer are you inculcating there yeah so first of all uh, we need to believe in people especially in a creative process uh, it's not something technical it's from your heart it's from your brain so it's very important to motivate people accept them their ideas whether it's crazy or very genuine ideas practical ideas you have to have a very open mind and at the same time many times you may not get enough resources to execute something so you have to learn how can we execute something with the available resources without putting lot of stress on them so that was a great learning from uh, film making uh, perspective and uh, it is very important in a creative process that to make sure the better and great collaboration of different skill set different teams together for a common goal so i have a small quick one liner question for you there does being the head of design india and apac at tcs interactive help you as a film producer or does being a producer a film producer help you in your journey of being head of design india and apac at tcs interactive which one empowers you for the other one so uh, i would say um, it is a combination of both uh, as a head of design in tcs really helped me uh, being a producer of the film or uh, running a film house and the same way uh, my experience in film making or producing films helped me uh, in my role in tcs as well so it's a give and take yeah i would like to call it in that way 
Super, super. And while continuing uh, our conversation on your journey, you established Design Lab, the heart of design excellence, by concentrated effort to find the right talent, empower them, you know, set high criteria, and foster a culture of design thinking as well. In fact, with a staff of 50 designers, several of whom rose to positions of leadership as well. You never trusted numbers and you always chose skilled but wonderful people to work with rather than co-workers. Positive, friendly and informal is the basic philosophy that you've been applying is what your colleagues have to share about uh, about you, you setting this up and your journey at Design Lab. It was not a group or a team, it was your ambition, passion, and friendship. And could you tell us more about it? Yeah, so you are talking about uh, Design Lab. So at Design Lab, we believe in empowerment, ownership, and emotional connection with the team. So we don't uh, equate our designers as a source of billing with years of experience into hours into dollar bill rates. He or she is a husband or a wife, a sister, or a brother, son, or a daughter, a friend, father or mother of someone, they have many roles to play in their life apart from their career. So we have to understand and we have to accept how they are and what are their emotions and what are their caliber. Understand and accept the difference, different skills, thought process, their background, and empower them in whatever they do. That is the key principle I follow. Because you can't win a game with 11 Sachin Tendulkar's or 11 Messi's. Uh, I can give you an example. It's just like a football game in more easy way. In the beginning, you can see people standing at the positions. Especially when you watch it on TV, it will show the lineup for the game. Back, midfielder, forward, so and so. But once the game starts, it's all about supporting each other and aim for a goal. Positions are really not mattering. What matters is collaboration. How are we you filling the gap, complementing each other? Or a uh, simple example for the India audience that if you look at the World Cup 2011, we lost Sachin and Sehwag in the beginning. I still remember the commentary. It is a pin drop silent in Wangde Stadium. But if you look at the match, others fill their void and Dhoni finishes off in style. So that is the team spirit we are trying to imbibe in the team. One thing we all need to understand is that whatever we achieve as a leader or as an individual, it's all because of the team, their effort, their dedication and their commitment. Be always grateful to them. I always strongly believe this and I always put it forward that a captain is only as good as a team. Hey, did you know TCS Interactive Studios won the Red Dot Best of the Best Award for Marathon City Sprint to Win, which is an outstanding achievement and a true honor, one that reflects TCS commitment to innovation and especially to interactive design studios. The places 
where creativity and collaboration are as natural as breathing. Wow, that's an incredible journey, Lijo. In fact, uh, you know, right from uh, the design experience, filmmaking experience, and how you've been uh, able to connect all of these dots so seamlessly is really very exciting to know. In fact, uh, while talking about TCS, it's a mission-driven company that paves the way for more meaningful future thorough innovation, technology, and collective knowledge as well. And we've seen it in the multiple products uh, that Tata Group has churned out and specifically even TCS um, in, in, in the last couple of years. With the goal of assisting the clients in achieving their business objectives through creative, best-in-class consulting, IT solution and services, and making a it a pleasure for all stakeholders to engage uh, uh, with them. In fact, uh, uh, to share offhand, Lijo, uh, you know, every engineer swears by the kind of experience, the training experience that they receive at TCS. The question that I have for you there is how can design contribute to this larger goal and how do business and design teams effectively interact with one another to promote innovation at at TCS? Okay, Um, let me answer this question with a quote from the former CEO of IBM and a great businessman from the US, Thomas J. Watson. He once said, good design is good business. So I would like to add one more thing to that. A good, good design touches many lives. For example, we are the title sponsor for New York City Marathon for uh, many years now. TCS is sponsoring that event and TCS is the title sponsor for that event. So a lot of people are participating in that event. It's a huge event happening there and you can see a lot of uh, stunning images of New York Marathon uh, on Google or wherever you search for it. But we are missing a good amount of people, those who are differently abled, maybe by birth or they may be veterans who are the most respected people in United States of America. We are not including them in the largest event happening there. So what we had done that we approached that problem with more empathy and compassion and came up with a very interesting and very innovative solution from our studio in Santa Clara. It's called Reimagination Studio. That solution name was Sprint to Win It. It's a very innovative product which won the Red Dot Award for the best of the best. It made sure that all the people, those who are interested to participate in marathon, will get an opportunity enjoy the real spirit of marathon. So inclusive design is not only we are talking in terms of compassion and empathy and it provides a very sustainable business for the future as well. Because if you look at the roads in our cities or the softwares or the programs or websites we are interacting, it's not 
really focusing on the accessibility or it's not really focusing on the inclusivity. So we have a business opportunity there. At the same time, when you really address the all gamut of users, you will eventually innovate many new things. That is a byproduct of, of very compassionate thinking. So innovation is not always to bring more money on table. It is also to create values and give back to the community. So when you do business, it will help the society also to bring the unprivileged or um, I mean the, the missed people from the mainframe to come forward and our thought process to include all of the users to use our product will definitely bring more innovation. Superb. Well said and well accepted. And in fact, while you lead a team of young and emerging designers at TCS Interactive, managing product development and ensuring your team is on the right track also isn't simple, Lijo. Not easy either is incorporating all stakeholders in the product development stages of the product's life cycle as well. What I wish to know from you is what are the practices that lead to logical and thoughtful decision-making even in times of high stress? Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. Uh, trust people or process and methods to follow. And uh, as I mentioned, empower them to take the decisions and always have their back if something goes wrong. Encourage diversity of thoughts, free flow of ideas and co-creation. That will enable the team to take the right decision amidst the high stress and tight timelines. So people are thinking that, I mean, failing on something is a crime. It's not a crime. We all are human beings. We may fail, but it's important to have the takeaways or the corrective measures from all those failures. And you should have someone to back you in those failures and encourage them to go further. Um, I mean, to make sure to express their ideas, thoughts, that will really help to address uh, the high stress or the tight timelines we used to have in a corporate industry. Absolutely well said, uh, Lijo. Especially working from home, the new environment, adapting to new culture, at times becomes um, uh, quite overwhelming, quite challenging. And um, uh, I, I completely uh, connect with you on this. In fact, now moving from your experiences, um, you know, at TCS and, and, and your personal journey to the world of design. Over the last decade, Lijo, we've seen the transition of user experience as a differentiator to being user experience as a requirement itself, right? So earlier we saw that, hey, uh, a, a user experience differentiated one competitor from other, but today it's it's become the core uh, of, of the offering. It has allowed service design to be the next big differentiator across domains. The question that I have for you there, Lijo, is how can designers create a future that is no longer 
derived solely from the products, but from the services that we perform for our customers. Yeah, so service design, I think it's not a future offering. It's already there around as it's uh, very much intangible many times. We are not really aware about this, its presence. Uh, when we say future, what is future? First, we need to understand that. Because uh, just before the pandemic, uh, we used to represent the future of technology, future of uh, science or future of uh, anything uh, with the image that a finger touching somewhere, it would be a virtual surface or some those that sort of surface where we will have all the graphics kind of things. So that was the image we used to represent the future. But when this pandemic had happened, we all changed our mindset. Now, touching on some surface, it's more or like a sin. You are very careful and sometimes you are very, uh, what do you call it, very uh, stressful to touch somewhere. Uh, for example, if you visit an ATM, you are very uh, st uh, scared. Oh, how many people had touched all, uh, already touched here? And uh, would it be a reason to get the pandemic? Or what would I do? All those sort of uh, concerns. And uh, you can see that uh, the the big I mean, impact of digital payment system in India and across the globe, it, it is having a very fast pace in this current scenario. So this pandemic changed our plan about the future. Everything has changed. A lot of disruptions had happened and it's going on. Many, many new innovations are going to happen in future. And uh, from contact, we are moving towards a contactless experience. If you read the guidelines from the government or any health organizations, we used to read that don't be in touch with someone, something, some surface. So we are totally moving away from a contact to a contactless experience or contactless uh, world of interaction. So when you say future, it's not about three years from now or 30 years from now. It's about the very next second. And as a creative people or a designer, how are we responding to it? That is going to define the future of uh, experience design, future of a designer in his profession. So adaptability and quick response to the situations that will define you and your experience design offerings. Interesting. In fact, Lijo, when you talk about this adaptability part of it, Collaboration, getting feedback in different stages of problem solving is a secret to delivering quality experiences. For feedback to be helpful, team members must be involved to interpret, assess, and um, uh, apply it strategically to their process as well. But being receptive to feedback, however, is its own challenge in itself. What I wish to know from you and, and your views on are, is, is how can designers stay flexible, keep learning from systemic uh, feedback and unexpected side effects? What, what, what do you think? 
yeah that, that's really interesting because uh, we used to get a lot of uh, uh, feedbacks on whatever we do so uh, because anybody can criticize or give their opinion on an art form because art and design are very subjective but you can give the same kind of opinion or a comment or a feedback on coding because for that you should have some kind of technical capability so design as a problem solving method is iterative in nature and a designer should have the sense of um, having the filter out the negative and constructive criticism on their work or whatever they are doing so as a um, i mean um, manager or a leader or a head of design whenever i am giving a feedback to my fellow designers in my team i always make sure that first we need to appreciate them for their work whatever they are doing it may not fly it may fly that's a different story altogether but you have to appreciate for what they have done and if you feel that it can be improved or it it's not up to the mark of the benchmark you set for the team or that person you can positively challenge that guy you can simply ask a question is it your best that is good enough that is the best feedback we can give someone to improve their work and as much as design is an art it's also a scientific approach for example people are very much opinionated about colors but as a designer you must think about the accessibility color contrast ratios readability and many many things around color when you pick some color so you should have a sense of filter out to address the negative and constructive criticism on your work hey did you know TCS and Tata Power, India's largest integrated power utility intended to construct over 1,10,000 electric vehicle charging stations around the country on the backbone of TCS Charge Core on the Hobbs platform. This is the first step towards establishing India's first public EV charging infrastructure. So, Lijo, I mean, well said and, you know, changing the gate from UX to another element, which is the design thinking. It relentlessly focuses on the needs of end users. Designers are developing products through a series of prototypes and continuously improve and refine them through testing as well. But unfortunately, they're, 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 they're not much help when we are building something new and unknown because Investing in a continuous improvement can be lethal in some situations. What do you think, Lijo, are other innovative strategies that can be used to design new and non-conventional products? Yeah, so by human nature, we all tend to jump into solutions for every problem that we encounter. Uh, you can call it uh, Jugaad. I'm, I'm not telling Jugaad in a negative form. I am a big fan of Jugaad because uh, I truly appreciate those who are doing uh, Jugaad in a very positive way because it is a solution with the available resources you have. So I truly appreciate that. 
but we have a tendency to jump into solutions for whatever problems we are addressing now take a pause and ask what is the real need over a period of time or through experience you will develop a skill to understand the unspoken needs and desires of our users that is very important we should have a strategy to understand the user through a systematic research methods and market study many times our users they don't know what they really want and this kind of immersive or systematic research methods and market study it should help to immerse within oneself to discover the real need it should help to express oneself to understand the real user in a person and it should help to drive oneself to reveal the hidden wishes of the users so as i mentioned in earlier as well it's very important to avoid jump into a solution before that it's important to have a very immersed systematic approach to understand the user absolutely well said i think no matter how experienced you get uh, our minds our culture our thought processes are very solution driven and we we tend to jump to them but um, if we follow the the process i think we can hit uh, uh, the right thing quite soon uh, completely agree and while lejo we are coming towards the end of our conversation one of the things that i can't miss asking you about is the fact that tcs is a tech company all said and done a technology company and humans have their unique ability to set the context for their design and create empathy for other users in contrast machines are great at repetitive task or analyzing large amount of data tcs is will known to do that the question that i have for you is how are robotics artificial intelligence machine learning technology and much more will affect the careers of designers in the future <laughs> okay that's a very interesting question so first of all artificial intelligence or machine learning is not going to replace a designer or a creative person it will only enable us to take the right decisions and descend directions with more effective data analysis and insights ai and ml are going to be part of your design to deliver a great experience for the user not a replacement for the design or designer artificial intelligence is a replica of all possible representation of human brain creativity can be automated that is the big assurance i can give to the uh, designers those are going to be uh, designers by profession or those who are already in design creativity that's with you only a machine can't be replace that absolutely well said um, no matter how well technology can grow we've always believed and strongly spoken about that hey it cannot replace uh, humans at all absolutely spot on and well said so lejo as a last question i cannot ignore this question but i wanted to ask you while you've been working as a design lead at a tech company 
TCS. At MIT Group of Institution also, we've coined a term called as designering, a unique combination of design and engineering where the world of design and engineering converge, uh, where, where they come together. What I wish to know from your rich experience is does this concept actually blend in reality at your workplace as well? And could this help as a philosophy to train young designers and achieve something exceptional? Yeah, so it's a really uh, interesting concept because in reality, uh, designers and engineers are always considered as the two different uh, sides in the battlefield. It's almost like a Karan Arjun story. So, um, I mean, a designer is understanding the technology is always a great boon for them as a designer to come up with very innovative solutions. And at the same time, if an engineer who can bring the analytical skills uh, possessed by them as an engineer to design or when we have the discussion on the problem statement or the business requirement, that will be a rare good combination of analytical skill and a creative thought process. So that is uh, an amazing concept. Uh, I am not uh, envisioning that uh, one guy who can do both technology and design, but it should make sure a culture of complementing each other. That is more important because the orchestration of design and technology creates value for the end users. So I really appreciate this concept and I am really looking forward to that. Wow, thank you so much, Elijah, for validating our philosophy and thought process. It was an amazing experience recording this conversation with you. And I so wanted to continue and talk about so many things with you about the movies that you've been making. How did you stumble upon that, the world of design? But unfortunately, we come to an end of this conversation. However, we will stay connected with you offline uh, through LinkedIn and multiple other channels and keep receiving um, inspiration, knowledge from you. Thank you again for joining us on MIT Designering Series. Thank you, Rohit. Uh, it was a great experience for me as well. Uh, I'm really looking forward to have more and more conversations in that line. Uh, I wish all the very best. Thank you. Hello, Amir. Welcome to MIT Designering Series once again. And to continue our conversation on our show today, my first question to you is, each startup is working on a solution to a specific challenge that it is experiencing. What are some of the most common branding problems you encounter with your clients and how do you strategically tackle them? Actually, there is one common problem from both the side. Designers and business owners both need to solve the same problems, but they speak different languages. That's why there is a communication barrier. If you close the gap in understanding, it will create better branding outcomes for both of them. Being an expert on a product or a service doesn't make you the best person to sell it. I feel any item or service should be explained from the customer's perspective. What is the customer looking for when looking for a particular product or a service? And that's where good branding comes in. The most important problem we face with the client is to think that branding is not necessary and believing that we are the best. Even Apple requires branding. Their iconic branding strategy has always focused on emotion and that's why people are still willing to pay premium prices. 
the client always focuses on implementing their thought process on the brand which doesn't take the brand in the expected direction most of the time they are influenced by some other brand or they might have like some other branding style and they insist to use the same style for their brand in this scenario both companies have different offerings and target audiences you can't just apply the same strategy to anyone i feel every company has a reputation and without this you can't exist as a brand the reputation will change and possibly improve over time you should have a differentiable brand image from your competitors i think no business survives without branding it doesn't matter what you do you will have to work with some of the branding actions knowingly or unknowingly wow well said amir and while building these intuitive solutions for your customers what i also wish to know from you is how do you differentiate your offerings from other branding agencies out there there's so many organizations trying to do similar sort of thing how how do you create um unique value propositions for your customers so every product or brand needs a good thought process to tackle the problem there are multiple design processes followed by different agencies behind building a good brand image the brand style you impose on your business your decor your products or services matters a lot and these factors will help to create a good brand image it starts with figuring out what the brand really is asking clients some deeper questions can help you figure out who they are and who they want to be as a brand when you are defining the brand identity this set of questions helps to gain better branding outcomes figuring out who your target customers are take some time to define your ideal customer who are they how old are they what kind of income education do they have what matters to them when you know who your target market is you can use it to guide your branding strategy and the end result will be a good brand that truly connects with the customers you want to work with the most i feel no matter what your business does chances are there are already other companies doing the same thing so if you want your business to stand out you need to figure out what makes it stand out once you have defined who you are who your customers are what makes you special it's time to start actually designing your brand wow well said amir thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and we will continue our conversation with you on our next episode thank you again for joining us hey there thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed our show do write to us at mbs@mit.edu.in we look forward to your opinions feedbacks and suggestions of speakers you would like us to host on this show You can also connect with us on our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter handles to get regular updates regarding new episodes and speakers. Do tune in to our channel next Wednesday for a new story on your favorite audio streaming platforms.